Warning, this podcast contains adult language, situations that can be interpreted as erotic, piero pieros, conceited secrets, overachievers, and angst. Listener discretion is advised. edition of the Spire Can Monger View. Hello, how you doing? I'm your host, Zan. Hope you're doing good. Uh, and yes, again, as usual, I know I said I was going to have a guest host today, however, due to certain reasons, Belchan couldn't record today. So, unfortunately, it's just going to be me. I apologize. 
And for those of you who are new, welcome. Sparkin is a society that provides information and reviews about manga. Pretty much what ever happens every week is that I'll review one or two mangas, depending on the situation, and give you some information about it. That way you don't go to the bookstore and say, hey, this manga looks really good. Pick it up, look at it, and it turns out it sucks. I do all the dirty work. I'll give you some information about each manga, and, you know, let you know if it's worth reading or not. That way, like I said, you don't waste your money on crap manga, and you can find some information about some cool and rare manga. If you don't agree with any statement I make, that's no problem. Send me flames, concerns, and if you call me a douche, I'll tell you to go fuck yourself. No problem. Anyway, hope you guys are doing good today. I'm doing pretty good, you know. Life's going alright, you know. Because of the Best Buy anime sale, so kind of went a little crazy and bought some anime. Bought the entire Yu Yu Hakusho series and also the Giver. Yeah, I gotta stop spending my money on crap and start actually, you know, saving. I have to. Yeah, I get my shit together. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, anything else new? Um, well, Mason, she's doing whatever. Uh, someone actually asked me if I wanted to do internet radio. Don't know if it's going to be worth it. I mean, would any of you guys actually listen to me if I was on an internet radio show specifically at a certain time where you could actually call in? I don't know. Sounds interesting, but I don't know if I'd be willing to do it. And I don't know if you guys would actually listen to me if I did that. So... I guess doesn't matter. So, anyway, let's get on to the news section of the show. Alright, actually we got a lot to today. Alright, now first one is that Jinky Extends New Manga is going to launch in May. Now, this is a giant robot series, and pretty much it's about giant robot and the main character is this girl. Kind of cool. The original Jinky is actually on the wheel, and there's only one character returning. Don't know much about it. We'll find out more about that later. Next one is that Okayama marks Young Animal Arashi issue as harmful. Pretty much, um... Now, the southern Japanese prefecture of Okayama has said that this, um, issue of Hakushiensha's Young Animal Arashi, which is a more erotic mag manga magazine, they're saying it's kind of a harmful publication and that it's, you know, condoning sexual things to children and whatnot. Well, of course, it's an erotic magazine, so I'm surprised that, you know, they're giving a shit about that at this point, saying it's bad, they should have done this a while ago. I want to get a hold of this manga eventually and see what it's about, but that's neither here nor there. Alright, next. This one's not a manga-related, actually. It's kind of just more regular world-related. But, um, for those of you who don't know, Borders has decided to lay off about 3% of their workforce. kind of sucks because Borders is generally the more you know they have the more diverse section of manga so I don't know what's going to happen to manga they're not clearing anything out of their manga section but you know that means Borders is in trouble hopefully they don't go under I mean I like Barnes and Nobles I love going to their stores they have a lot of nice stuff but their manga section leaves much to be desired so hopefully Borders doesn't go I mean we'll see what happens alright next one is that the Nyan Koi manga is going to get an anime. Now, Nyan Koi is about this girl who hates cats, is allergic to them, and then happens that, you know, her high school crush is a person that loves cats, and then turns out that now main character can understand what cats are saying, and they all, you know, they say, okay, here's the deal. Because of your hatred of cats you have to give a hundred wishes from cats or else you're going to turn into a cat yourself. Sounds kind of cool premise. Definitely have to check out the manga eventually. The anime looks actually kind of funny. We'll see. Okay. Next one is actually that a Taiwanese murder suspect reportedly blames Gunnam manga, which Gunnam, for those who don't know, is Battle Angel Alita. They said this guy committed a murder of his landlord and he's saying that Battle Angel Alta influenced his situation. This is just great. So there's now more you know, more people are saying it's manga's fault. You know, this is not gonna end well. <sighs> okay, what else? Um oh yes. Um Aurora, who pretty much I think they're owned by CMX, is actually going to be releasing a Yujin title in America. Now, for those who don't know, Yujin is the king of Echi. He releases a lot of dirty stuff. Back in the 90s, he released a series called The Tales of. 
tales of scintillation, tales of tintillation. Essentially, there are a bunch of small erotic stories from his various, you know, his various books. I mean, they're kind of funny but disturbing at the same time. And now his Peach manga is being released over here. Also, Aurora is going to be releasing A Tale of an Unknown Country, Oh My Brother, and Deka Kiyoshi, which I think is a crime fighter series. Not entirely sure. So, Aurora, I gotta check them out. I've never heard of them. Gotta see what they're up to. Alright, what's next? Ooh, this makes me happy. Of course, they find, you know, Omiko Takahashi's new collaboration series with. Mitsuru Adachi, which I told you about earlier, that uh, manga My Sweet Sunday, officially is coming out the 17th, which is in T-minus, since it's the 10th, it's coming out in about, ooh, seven days. <laughs> Sorry, a little tired, so that's kind of cool. It's a 30-page one-shot manga, and it's commemorating the 50th anniversary, and you know, so it should be fun and interesting. And what's really cool is that there's actually a, one of the pictures for the cover actually has a bunch of her other characters, including Ten and uh, Lum from Yoritsa and surprisingly the main pro female protagonist from Meisani Koku. I can't remember her name at the time, Mrs. K or something. Gotta read that series again. It was good, but yeah, so that should be cool. Okay, next one on the, the page is, of course... Okay, for those of you who don't know, there's a bookstore called Kinokuya. It's actually one of my favorite bookstores. There's five of them in... Well, not five. There's three of them in the New York area. Now, Kinokuya is a Japanese bookstore which sells everything. You know, they sell Japanese cookbooks, Japanese driver's ed books. And they sell a lot of manga in both English and Japanese. Like, a whole Japanese section, a whole English section. Now, New York City's Kinokuya bookstore is having an anime day this Sunday, upcoming. Because, of course... New York Anime Festivals this weekend. So what happens is there's going to be panels, giveaways, and a Japanese singer. Oh, I Kawashima. I know that name. I just can't remember it. If anyone can tell me where she's actually from, that'd be kind of cool. So, you know, if you live in New York, it's actually this... So this Sunday, it's going to be there. So that's kind of cool. Huh. Now, there's only two more real bits of news. The first one is that, you know, Monthly Shonen Sunday has announced that the creator of Kekaishi, which is actually on the wheel this week, is actually going to start a new series, and it's called... What? Get the Sun? I don't... I don't know. I don't know. For those who don't know, Kekaishi is released currently in the United States by Viz Media. Now, final news item for the day is that the manga magazine Comic Yell is ending with the 12th issue, which comes out this May. It was originally a bi-monthly shonen manga magazine for boys, or shoujo magazine, so, you know, girl stuff for boys, which kind of makes no sense. And, you know, it had things like... Uh, uh, Maho Shoujo Izugi-san Full Throttle and Jusen Miracle 100%. So, yeah, another magazine is going under, unfortunately. That sucks, but what can you do? What can you do? Yeah, as for the United States, any other real news? Well, not much. I don't think anything else. And for those of you who were complaining last week that the episode 40 was horrible, I do apologize. I know it wasn't typical format, and I know me and Baz got into a lot of tangents. I'd like to apologize about that. If you want, consider episode 40 a supplemental episode, and if you want, I can re I can do another review of Watchmen. Just send me an email, spirekin at gmail.com, and I'll see what I can do. So, let's get on with the review for the episode, of course. So, for those of you who remember, in episode 39, last Wednesday, I spun the Wheel of Manga to see what I was going to review this week. And I got a very wonderful, already finished, an older title called Karshin Kano no Jijo. Or we know it as Kari Kano, or its English title, Kari Kano. Now, 
Kari Kano is a manga that was made by Masami Suda and it was originally published by Hokushensha and it's currently been completely released by Tokyo Pop. Originally came out in 1996 to 2005. There are 21 volumes and it is a comedy, drama, romance, shoujo. Yes, I reviewed a shoujo. And, well, pretty much let me first explain what the manga looks like. First off, how you can tell it's a shoujo is that it's pink. There's a lot of pink in it, a lot of light colors. The second volume has yellow, and I think the third volume has a red. I gotta see, I had it over here. But, okay, so let me get into what this is about now. Karikano is the story of Yukino Miyazawa. Now, Yukino is when you first, the first page you see her, everyone's like, it says in lettering, it says, sometimes I wonder how other people see me. And everyone's like, oh, Miyazawa, thank you for letting me borrow your notes. I can't believe how perfect they are. You know, thank you for being so kind. Thank you for, you know, helping us with this project. Thank you for translating this because you're so good at English. You're so amazing. You're so smart. You're athletic. You're so this and that and this and that. So apparently, everyone really likes this girl, Yukino. And she's thinking to herself, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that's how everyone sees me. And I love standing out in the crowd. And of course, this is when it gets to the fact that she's saying, you know, I love being in the spotlight, but ever since I got to high school, there's been something that's bugging me. It's so irritating. It's all because of that jerk, Soichiro Arima. And this is where you find out the truth. Yukino is a complete and utter fraud. See, in school and in public, she has this perfect exterior that she's, you know, like I said, she's wonderful, she's smart, and she's intelligent. But then in reality, the fact is she's spoiled, stubborn, studies relentlessly, obsessed with keeping her grades up and being perfect exercise, and, you know, and she's pretty much at home, she's a slob, like, you know, when she goes to school, her hair is perfect, wearing her contacts looks beautiful, then at home she's wearing her old gym suit and thick glasses. Ever since she was a child, she loved being praised by people, you know, she loves that people are like, oh, you're so great, you're so wonderful, and she thought, if I keep doing better, people will really like me, and people will wonder, be wondering what I'm doing, and her family's completely perplexed by this, I mean, she lives in a five-family member house, unless she counts her dog, Piro Piro, who's awesome, so, you know, you have her mom, her dad, her younger sister, Kano, and then her middle sister who's named Tsukino who's in, you know, and they're pretty much like the I'd say the muses of this story because they're the ones who really are like kind of they're the Greek choir. They say a lot of stuff. And the whole thing is that remember how I said earlier that she's pissed off because of someone named Arima? Because the whole thing is, like I said, she wants to be the best at everything. She wants to be number one. And what happened is she's always been number one. And the minute she got into high school, she was expecting to be class representative, which that goes to the highest ranking student. And what happens is she ends up being the assistant president of the school because someone beat her by seven points. That was Sojiro Arima, this very handsome and intelligent young man. And, you know, everyone's smitten by how beautiful he is and how nice he is. And she flips out by because she's so upset that this guy beat her. So as you can guess, since Arima has defeated her for the top spot, she's become insanely jealous. And every time she sees Arima, she acts out loud, Oh, hello Arima, how are you doing today? And then literally you'll see her in the manga look towards the viewer and she breaks the fourth wall and is like, I hate this guy so much, I want him to freaking die. She hates him completely and this guy is really nice and whatnot. And so... Even though he's handsome, she's just so hateful and angry and, you know, she studies hard. And then when the first test, it's like the quarterly exam before the midterms, you know, she looks and she studied so hard. She's like, soon, Arima, you will feel the pain I am in and you will not be number one and I will defeat you. And her sister's like, what's wrong with you? 
You used to hang out with us all the time, now you're insane! <laughs> and they're like completely confused about why she's nuts now. You know, she obsessed, she studies, and her goal is just to, you know, make Arima pay for the anger. And then, the scores come out. And guess who won by six points? You're right. Miyazawa Yukino. She defeated him by six points. And she's all happy. And I was like, wow, Miyazawa, you're amazing. Congratulations. You beat a score. I thought Arima was awesome. It's like, you're so smart. And she's happy. And she's like, it's been a while since I felt the joy of victory. And now I, Yukino Miyazawa, are am number one. And I defeated Arima. And immediately, she sees Arima in her head. She's like, your 15 minutes are up, you has been. I defeated you now. You will crawl and cry. And... What do you think Arima does? He actually smiles at her and says, You're amazing. And she's like, What? What, what the hell was that? I mean, I, I beat him. I beat him. So, if, why do I feel like I didn't win? I won, but I'm not happy now. And she realizes this kid's the real deal, that he doesn't care about scores and whatnot. She's kind of realizing, Wait, I'm a hypocrite. What am I doing? I did all this stuff because I like the sweet words of people praising me and I did things like I could learn to play the piano if I could write better if I could speak three languages if I got the best grades what am I doing I'm a complete hypocrite and she's depressed and sad and this is pretty much all crammed in the first 15 minutes of the manga you can read literally these first two chapters really quick and what happens at this point is that she bumps into Arima again afterwards, and he pretty much tells her that he likes her. And she denies him. Completely. And she's all happy and at home in her sweats and glasses saying, Ha 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 I had a little victory. He said he liked me. And he's fixated on me and I let turned him down. And then her sisters are like, Don't you think that was a little harsh? Because do you really hate him? And... Then Yukina kind of thinks about it. It's like, you know, oh my god, he's so sweet and clever. He's just like the person I want to be. Actually, he's everything I want to be. Oh no, what have I done? And she and she tells her younger sister, Khan, like, you're right. He's so special and kind. I didn't want to see him that way. How was I so blind? And she looks like she's going to have a crisis. And then, oh well, too late. Goes to sleep. Yeah, Yukino's in her own world. She's fucking insane. And, um... The younger sister Kano is kind of the one who sees really what's going on. She's the youngest, but she seems the oldest, and just really, she's the one who like all of everyone's freaking out, and she just kind of states the obvious, which everyone's kind of not noticing. So anyway, so then it's like a day later, and oh, it's Tsubasa and Kano are going out. They're going to the movies, and they're saying, "Oh no, we gotta get the stuff, Suki. Come on, come on, come on. The tickets. Okay, you got the tickets. You got the money. Yay!" And it's just. Yukino at the house, the parents went out, and she's saying, you better remember to take an umbrella, it's gonna rain, and so they leave, and because they're gonna be late for the movie, and Yukino's at home, just kind of happy that she can relax, that no one's there, and she could just kind of veg out, and remember, like I said, she's not in her public, at home, she's not in her public image of wearing her, you know, all the makeup, all the things, she kind of looks really shitty right now, she's wearing thick sweats, thick glasses, her hairs, instead of being combed, it's in a freaking headband. And what happens is the bell rings at the house. And, you know, at home, like I said, she does, she lets her guard down. And she thinks that who rang the bell was Tsukino. She kind of, she thinks, oh, she must have left the umbrella. And the bell's still ringing. She's like, I'll give a surprise. And immediately, Yukino opens the door and says, Here's your umbrella, Lunkhead, and jumps out and kicks the person, thinking it's her sister. Guess who's at the door? Arima. And Arima has now seen the real Yukina. And this one little slip of Yukino's mask leads to the catalyst of the entire series. What happens is that Arima came over to give her a CD that she said that she liked earlier in a conversation, because... He was asking what she liked, and she said, Oh, I like Brahm, and in reality she likes some J-pop band no one's ever heard of. Or, they, it's probably really popular in Japan, but I've never heard of it. So what happens is that 
she's like, oh no, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? And she realizes her secret has been revealed, and that if Arima tells everyone about what happened, she's gonna be re revealed as a fraud, and everyone will hate her and want to just have nothing to do with her. And that Arima's so smart, and, you know, and she's depressed because she's been found out by the one person she didn't want to find out that she is just you know, a fraud. And what happens is that she thinks, oh, maybe he forgot, maybe he didn't realize. Arima states, your mask is slipping. She's like, oh no, oh no, what's gonna happen, what's gonna happen? And she's like, please don't tell anybody. And he's talking to her very viciously. He's like, I was fooled too, you know. Who'd have thought the sweet, innocent Miyazawa was a fraud? Everyone would be so shocked. I'd wonder what they do. Maybe they wouldn't care, but then again, and... Yukina grabs him, is like, if you tell anybody, please don't tell anybody. And Arima says, okay, no problem. But, listen, you gotta take care of all this paperwork for me, and gives him all of her homework, and he's like, I gotta go to my club, because he's part of the kendo club. And now, pretty much now, she has to do her homework and his homework for a while. And he's just completely abusing her trust, and now just like, and she's upset that... Oh, why do I have to do this? And he's like, oh, perfect, you're all done. This would have taken me hours. And she's asking, why are you making me doing this? Why are you doing this to me? You really need to ask. I'm busy and I thought I might well would I use what I know against you to have you do work for me. And she's completely shocked that he's blackmailing her. And he even brings to the point, like, you know, it's not like I'm forcing you. If you don't want to do it, just say so. And that's pretty brave if you do that. So if you have the choice between her being revealed as a phony and her keeping this secret and not letting anyone know that she's just a complete lie, she ends up doing his homework and his work for weeks on end. And he still treats her nicely, surprisingly. I mean, yes, he does blackmail her, but as they're hanging out, he's still kind of being nice to her and he's, she's relaxed with letting her mask go when she's around him and finding out that he's the head of the student council and why things are so rough and as they're talking even though he's blackmailing her Yukina's falling in love with him she's like you know he really is in his heart he's perfect and she's realizing that she sees him as this completely different person she's actually fallen in love with the guy that in the beginning of this story she completely despised and her sister Kano is like you know you've been coming home a lot later lately and Yukina tells him oh it's just some student council work doesn't want to tell him she's being blackmailed and immediately they're like oh no you've got a boy don't you and the father goes nuts like what a guy they're all skeeves you can't trust them I'll find him and kill him and she's what have you gone nuts I don't have a boyfriend and she's panicking and or she's like, I want to see a picture of him. And and she's denying it venomously, just saying, No, 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 no. It's just, you know, I have extra studying. And they don't understand if this is different, you know? It doesn't matter. And in her head, she's saying, It doesn't matter if, if I like him, you know? I don't think that he likes me for who I am. Not anymore. Because she's depressed that he liked her she stated oh I don't like you and then he finds out the truth that she's not a good person and she feels that he doesn't care anymore and so at the end after a couple nights of this you know he's talking to her and just kind of being his typical his quote unquote real self and as they're talking she's like this is getting old you know I don't want to do this anymore. He's like, wait, wait, wait. Uh, what, if you're mad, just tell me the reason. I thought this arrangement was cool with you. It's okay, really. It's like, no, no, it's not okay. I'm sick and tired of being your puppet. And you know, and she just literally runs out of the, the room in the, the high school. She's just running down the halls and she's going through a whole monologue about how he's only using me and I thought he was so sweet because at times he could be so sweet, but... Once he found out about me, he turned on me. So I'm ending this. I don't want to do this. And as she's running, she hears something behind her. And she turns around, and who's running after her? Yep. Arima. 
and she's like leave me alone and he's quit running away and so you see her just jump out the window i mean it's not that far it's like the second story window don't worry well sorry first story window second story she'd be dead and she just keeps running it and she actually gets like you know she lands and it says in little quotations p a plus you know so she's running away he's like don't you know, don't make me run after you. And then he jumps out and he's like, get back here, you jerk. And what happens is a very strange chase. And then they kind of both crash into each other and fall over. And he's like, this does not sound good. And she's still trying to sneak away from him. He's like, he's like, why are you still trying to run? You might get hurt. Show me your face. And you see that she's crying and she's like, I'm weird. I'm a selfish, greedy, show-off liar and I don't care if I let you down. You know, you changed the moment you found me out. Am I that worthless? It's I'm not as perfect and mis as Mr. High and Mighty Soichiro Arima. I hate you, you bastard. It's so gonna break your fingers if you touch me. And he's like, I'm sorry. I really had no idea. And she's just completely just like, I'm not a porcelain angel. I'm just. Why do you think I'm so worthless? He's like, I didn't mean for you to feel that way. I did this because I had fun with you. He's like. It's like, what, fun? What, am I stupid? He's like, no, 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 I didn't mean it like that. You know, I never would have told anyone in the first place. I just wanted a reason to talk to you. I thought it'd be fun, and it was fun because I'd never hung out with someone like that before. I didn't mean to hurt you. I didn't want to push it this far. I'm sorry, I, I won't ask you to help me anymore. And she's now kind of happy that it's not that he didn't care about her. He does care about her, and she's just crying. And so then on, this is the beginning of their little secret. They both begin sharing each other's lives and just becoming a part of each other's lives and discussing their everything together. From there, it goes on to the story about their relationship as they're trying to, you know... Yukina tries actually calming down and realizing she doesn't have to be perfect. I mean, she still has that little glitch where if Arima beats him. She's like, you aren't supposed to be studying. We're supposed to not work. Now I have to study ten times as hard. Just to beat Arima, because he still technically wants to be number one. But then you have Arima, who pretty much his whole deal is that he wants to be the best at school, but for completely different reasons. It's not that, you know, he's selfish like Yukina, but his family, he's raised by his aunt and uncle there, his mother and father his adopted mother and father and what happens is his father was the bastard son of this rich family's father and what happened is that the family thinks that Arima's biological mom and father are criminals and so they treat him like shit and they're surprised that the oldest brother his uncle adopted him and treats him kindly and while his adopted parents love him you know, he just wants to not make his family look bad. So he wants to be the best at everything and prove that he's not worthless like his family. And that's one of the issues of this series. And that's something I like about this manga. I mean, it's not just a straight-out story. I mean, the majority of it is actually in third person. Not third person. It, yeah, it's in third person from their mental point of view. It's not like, okay, here's the narrative, that's it. It actually has a lot of monologues where it's, you know, they're sitting there and you're reading their thoughts and their ideas of the situation. I mean, like I said, the whole thing with Yukino just being like, oh, what's going on? Why does this have to happen to me? Blah! And then later she has a whole debate about why Arima likes her and like, oh, maybe he doesn't like me. Maybe it's because I'm a screw up and I'm ugly and I don't know. Ah! And then you have the whole thing with Arima wondering who, the deal with uh, Yukina and her problems. And actually there's one story in the second manga which is hysterical. Because it's actually from both their point of view, it's just a different section. So it opens up like this. Starts off from Yukina's point of view and she's like, It's a beautiful day in summer. Sun's out. Today's going to be an alright day. And so she goes with Arima out on a date and as they're going on the date she says oh I love looking at Arima he's so handsome and she goes on about all of his good qualities and how she loves him completely then it kinda rewinds and shows the exact same frames but it goes from Arima's point of view 
It's the only difference is that in scenes where you saw Arima, you see Yukina instead, and it's like, oh, today is a wonderful day. It's going to be a beautiful day out, and I'm with Yukina. And whenever I look at her, I notice she's a complete weirdo. And it goes on about the fact that she's completely different than what he originally thought of it, of his perception of her, and he loves it. He's in love with how honest with her feelings she is at this point, and how he's the one who sees this side of her, and how he loves her so much. And this leads to them showing their feelings for each other, and it's a very compelling way to depict this. Now, unlike other series where it's like you just wonder if the person likes the other person, you see both sides of the coin. Whenever one's pissed at the other, you can tell. They'll go through a whole monologue of why they're upset or why they feel like they're not worthy of the person. There's stints where Arima's like, I'm not worthy of her. She's so perfect and nice, and I'm just a pathetic, horrible person. You know, this mask I wear, I'm just trying to be the perfect boyfriend, but the truth is that I don't want to lose her because I love her so much. And this leads to a scene of him trying to attempt to rape her. And Yukina, it's always like, you know, how can he like an idiot like me? Because he knows I'm a phony and a fake. And later, when another person, Maho, shows that she knows he's a, she's a phony, it's like, oh no, they're all going to find out. Things are going to get horrible. And Arima's there to protect her. So it's, it's interesting to see the dynamic of what's going on behind the scenes of every scene. And this manga really shows it. So, now that the story's done, let's get on with the artwork art style is very flowery it's a little, it's very feminine but you know it's kind of it's nice to read the stories very engaging and every so often you see notes from the other little cartoons in the corner of her like it's her little personal icon and just her talking about her day or something happening like how if she changes a character she'll write down why she changed the character story is nice art style is nice i really like the way that the story is engaging, and I love some of the scenes that they've drawn. And now this is a little spoiler because I have up to volume nine out of twenty-one, so I don't have the whole series. But now, as you can probably guess, this covers them from the beginning of high school until they graduate or they they get married or whatever happens to them at the end. But there's a scene later when due to certain circumstances they're together and they end up having sex and what happens is that I've read sex in many mangas Berserk it's drawn very brutally in Aori Yoshi it's done erotically but sweet this one it's done weird like you see them in bed kissing and then the next scene you see is you see a chibi Yukina with a hat on and you see her She's in a field of flowers and grass, and she looks and she's Chibi Arima, and then her hat flies off, probably signifying her the hat is her virginity and her losing it, and then the next scene's her the next day and she's glowing and happy. So, very artistic, but a little boggling. Uh, so, what am I going to say about this manga, except it's engaging, it's fun, it's, it's a little depressing at times, because a lot of the characters have these dark histories the supporting cast there's a lot of nut jobs there's one character who is pretty much a guy who his whole deal is he wants to be Arima's best friend because Arima is handsome and cute and Arima will, has all the women after him so if he hangs out with Arima then and he's cute and women like him then every single woman will come to them and he can start his own merry land with all women who are there and pretty much he is a whore He's obsessed with women and loves them all. Kind of creepy and pedophilic later, but, you know. Then you have another character, this little girl who, you know, she loves Arima. She's a year younger, but she looks like she's 13. She's like 18. And just, you know, after they get into a fight, they hate each other. And they get into a fight over Arima. So, she's pretty a pretty engaging character. And later, when they become friends, I'm giving little spoilers here. You see they go to the shopping center and what she sees, um, what the hell is this character's name? Give me a second to remember it. Sorry. Alright. Uh, what the hell is her name? Da -da -da. I don't want to open up wiki, but... Okay. Subasa Shibahima. Well, when Subasa and 
Kino end up, you know, they become friends or going out one time, and she sees Subasa in this interesting clothes. Like, she's dressed up very cutely. It's like, oh my god, I I want to take you out, and we can go play dress up. <laughs> it's like, go away. <laughs> yeah, Subasa's very, she's like, out of the group of friends, she's the baby of the group. And like I said, she's so cute, and just Yukino wants to dress her up like a doll. And there's a whole section which is just about her, where her father, her mother died, and her father, you know, wants to marry someone else, and it's a whole thing. And she feels abandoned by her father because he lost, and just because he lost Sochiro to Yukina, she feels even more depressed. And you know, that's one of the things. Kari Kano is not just about Yukina and Arima. It does cover other characters who are in little relationships. Like later on, it goes into the, her father, uh, Yukina's father and mother in that situation where you find out that um, Hiroyuki, her father, you know, he didn't have a mom or dad. He was raised by his grandfather and he worked hard his entire life. You know, he was, he was a hellion, you know. He was a little kid who was known as the de- the little devil of the neighborhood and he'd, you know, do dangerous and strange things like planting weeds in other people's property, you know, getting into fights, and he even stole and rode on a St. Bernard. And what happens is that he met his wife at a young age in a playground and made them play hostage and he was a pretty rough kid. You know, and he thought he was actually being nice to the kids, but they didn't understand it. And what happened was that he ended up in high school, and this girl, Miyako, his future wife, ended up following him to school. And what happened is that Hiroyuki did not want to go to college because his whole thing is that he wants his he loves his grandfather, and he saw his grandfather was getting older and older, and he just would what is it called? He just would, you know, just wanted to go get a job immediately so that he could start paying for his grandfather's bills and just, you know, take care of the person who he loves to death. And as you can guess, the end of high school, his grandfather, you know, passes on, and unfortunately, you know, because he's so depressed and sad, just alone, Miyako you know, is there for him, and eventually they get married, and blah. And pretty much Hiroyuki as a father is completely insane, like, you know, he loves his daughters way too much. I mean, he's not, like, pedophilic and sexual love, but he's, like, you know, he wears a t-shirt that says, daughters love, and he's always trying to do the best for his daughters, and they always say, shut up, dad, you know. So, it's kind of funny with that. And of course, he's kind of silly and strange. Like, when he first meets Arima, he's like, I'm going to kill that young man. And then when they meet him, they're like, please take care of our daughter. And Miyako is just kind of... Well, she's weird. (laughs) You know, typical mom character. You know, wears the pants in the family while the father's a complete and utter imbecile. (sighs) So... What am I going to give this manga? Now, like I said, art style is wonderful. Writing style is wonderful. Very flowery. It is not for all audiences. Definitely for for girls and definitely for the romantic at heart. I mean, I liked it because I liked the anime. The anime only covers the first eight volumes and then from there it goes on its own little tangent. But, I definitely have to recommend this for Anyone who really wants just something lighthearted and that's funny, but has a little romance in it. I mean, yes, there is a lot of angst in it. There's a lot of really depressing shit in it, especially about Arima and his whole little thing. And then there's another character who just... You're surprised the person's so depressed. So, I'm giving Kari Kano, his and her circumstances, a... Borrowed from a friend and never returned unless offered Pocky, our second highest rating. Now, you're probably wondering, wait, he just raved about this manga and how awesome it was. Why didn't he just, you know, give it perfect? Because it drags. It's a long series, 21 volumes, and it does drag. I mean, you'd expect it from any really long series. 
but their points when you know Arima and Yukina don't even appear. They're just not even there. It's just you know. Let's cover um, Aya and Rika's story, or let's cover Maho's story. You know, these are side characters who are interesting. They're good plot devices, but do I really want to know the in intrinsic, you know, their little sub subplots and what their deal is? Not particularly. So it does lose that, but it's definitely worth checking out. It's definitely worth getting. I mean, if you have a girlfriend who loves manga, this is the one to get. Thinks you'd like it. I mean, if you're a guy who just wants something a little different, definitely get it. It's worth getting. Yeah. So I think that was a little bit long term of me ranting a little bit and talking. Believe? Yep. Yeah, no. You don't know. Oh well, it doesn't matter. So, on to basic news. If for those of you who don't know, I redesigned the website. It looks a little nicer. Pictures are on there. It's kind of cool. And you know, definitely check it out. The website is sparkin.podbean.com. Of course, we have our forum, sparkin.rapidboards.com, and our MySpace, myspace.com forward slash sparkin. You know, you could definitely also email me, like I said, spirecan.gmail.com or zan.spirecan.gmail.com Now, as for our contests, uh, no one has really sent me anything for any of the contests, and I'm surprised at this. Not even a rave or rant or someone just being stupid. Of course, the contests are Be the Voice of the Wheel of Manga. Self-explanatory. You know, just send me an email or call us at our voicemail 206-426-6665 and just say Wheel of Manga in your name. If you get it, you'll become the voice of the Wheel of Manga. It's not that hard. Or send us an email with a voice bite of it. You know, that one's going to be done in June. I haven't had anybody decide to send me one. The other one, which is a lot of fun, is the design of voice uh, opening for Spark and Monk review pretty much those little warnings I do just set up a warning. I mean, Casey did it a couple episodes ago. It's not that hard, you know. You can do a lot with it. I'll let you get away with a lot. You know, just all you gotta do is just give me, you know, language, adult situations, and that's it. Just go crazy, however you want to do it. It's no problem. You know, and that's whenever. And then of course the design a wheel of manga. Just pick ten titles that I haven't used off of the wheel manga list which is found at sparkin.rapidboards.com and you know just send me the list and I'll use it I mean because I always make a new list every week this week's list is no exception and speaking of which let us get to that point which everyone enjoys the one the only the wheel of manga Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, because I have no substitute. Pretty much, the Wheel of Manga is Wheel of Fortune, which has 10 slots on it. And every week of the Spark and Manga Review, I'll choose 10 titles at random and put them on the Wheel of Manga in one of its 10 slots. And after I spin the Wheel of Manga, whatever number it lands on, that's what I will be reviewing for the next episode, episode 42, which is coming out next Wednesday into Thursday, or Tuesday into Wednesday of next week, which will be uh, the March the... Bah crap I had a perfect rant and it kind of shot but March the 18th so let me spin the wheel of manga and see what I'm reviewing for episode 42 ironically now that's funny Ironically, earlier in the episode, I said, talked about a creator of a manga series making a new manga, and ironically, what was the manga I got? Yes. So, for the next episode of the Spirekin Manga Review, I am going to be reviewing Kakashi, which is released by Viz Media. So, that's kind of ironic and funny. So, yeah. So, that's cool. Episode 42, of course, that'll be a very fun episode full of a lot of answers. Will have the answers of life, the universe, and everything? We'll see. So I believe that's it. I mean, there's not much else. Emails. I just got the one email from the guy who said that he thinks I should join internet radio. And, you know, also if you have an Xbox and you want to play me in Street Fighter or any of the other games, the it's Zan Space Spirekin. 
Spiraken is spelled S-P-I-R-A-K-E-N. You should know that because you're on the site. So, anyway, hope you guys had fun. As usual, hope you guys enjoy. I try my best with the episodes. And, as usual, this is Spiraken Manga View. I am Zahn, and I'm Gonsville.